Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of VMware Cloud Unplugged. I'm your host, Bill Roth, from our world-leading cloud economics department. Today, we are going to be talking about compliance and PCI. With me today is Keith Dobbins, product line manager for VMware Cloud and AWS Security and Compliance, calling from San Jose, my hometown, and also friend of the podcast, Oleg Ulyanov, who is in wearing his cloud architect hat, calling from Ulyanov Studios just outside of Frankfurt. Uh, hello and welcome to both of you. Thank you, Bill. Hey, Bill. Okay, so first, you know, wonks like us know what this is, but Keith, talk to me about, so, like who, who or what is this PCI and, and what is this sort of compliance? Give us, a, give us kind of a sort of framing for people who've never heard of it. Sure. So the major card brands, the payment card brands, Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover, JCB, basically in 2006, they decided that they needed to enforce uh, security standards to ensure safe payments uh, worldwide for their they're in, in cardholder customers. Ah, so they came, so it's kind of a standard for, uh, and like, I think it's kind of a standard for security then. <clears throat> it is. So they, they came together, they formulated a standard. It's, uh, it's got 12 key requirements, uh, 78 base requirements and around 400 test procedures that what they've kind of created was a model where they, uh, empower these, these assessors, they call them QSAs, Qualified mm -hmm. Security Assessors, to go through and, and basically assess, evaluate, audit uh, anyone who has part of their business that accept, process, store, or transmit credit card information. Um, and basically just to ensure a level of security in the Interesting. So this is sort of, you know, how do we keep our credit card? How do we eliminate fraud? And how do we keep people from getting their credit cards hacked, more or less? Exactly. Excellent. So who needs PCI compliance? It's not just the card providers. Who does this? Who, who might be interested in this? Well, it's, it's a large ecosystem now. Um, there's customers, there's customers of ours who, who need to um, process uh, credit card transactions, as well as an ecosystem of service providers like we are, who has recently um, passed our PCI DSS certification. So there's a, a large DR, group of- And I think that you mean Digital River. Uh, not Digital River, we're VMware. VMware Cloud on oh, AWS. VMware. Yeah. Got it, okay. Right. So we are a you service said provider. We just passed. Okay, we will edit this part out. That was a dumb thing on my part. <laughs> But, it could be uh, clever. Keep, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, keep going. Uh, yeah, so um, there's a large ecosystem of service providers and end users, and uh, you know they provide terminal services and all all the ecosystem that, that services the credit card community. Got so, it. So all of us have to, if we're involved in any of the, like I said, storage, processing, transmission of credit card information, we all have to adhere to that. Excellent. Okay. Oleg, talk to us about the use cases. 
um, especially, you know, if someone's looking to build out a software-defined data center inside of VMC and AWS, um, what are some of the use cases you see where PCI would be something that someone would want to adhere, adhere to? It's a great question, Bill, and thanks a lot for bringing it up. So as, as Kiss already framed out, right, PCI DSS is important for the customers of customers of VMware, who is a part of their business are working with uh, cloud holder data, storing parts of things, transmitting, right? And it's a bunch of applications that those customers have by uh, storing this data and working with this data. So what was our response to them before we actually were able to get PCI DSS compliant as BDC? Basically, our response was they need to wait for a new release of VMC software. So now we're able to accommodate such applications. So we're extending our use cases, primarily data center equation, meaning that even if a customer or if your customer's a partner has a PCI DSS compliant application in scope, we still can accommodate it on VMC on AWS SDDC. And the same is true for data center extension, right? So if for some reason, part of this application would require, for example, like a burst, like, like on a Black Friday, right? You need more capacity, then you can set up your SDDC on VMC on AWS and we will touch base how you would need technically to configure that. Uh, of course, we will cover all the technical nuances, right? But that is, that is a major thing. And of course, that's applied to disaster recovery as well. Right, if, a, if your PCI DSS compliant application is also included in your disaster recovery plan, and you are looking to use VMC on AWS as your disaster recovery platform, that application could also be in scope. So, when again, you're probably already familiar with our major use cases for VMC on AWS, and adding PCI DSS to this list extends what we can accommodate from the workload perspective. So, please, anything to add here? No, I think you covered pretty well. So it's, in essence, basically anybody who's involved in some kind of payment processing, we've now kind of made it, we now have the stamp of approval and if they need it, they can get it from us. That's the sort of headline, is that right? That's right. So exactly. how is, per, excellent. How is the PCI SDDC different from a standard SDDC? Is it just a flag or is there something else that goes on? No, it's actually quite different. Uh, there's a significant change for us operationally. So what we have to do is once you determine that you're ready to enforce PCI in your environment, we take a standard SDDC that's not compliant and then we apply the controls and the operational procedures and segmentation to in enforce a PCI environment for that uh, SDDC that you've designated. Yeah, that, just to add a bit on that, right? So it's actually customers should indicate to VMware that, they, that it's an intent to host the PCI DSS compliant application on top of our platform. And then it will be some action taken on the VMware side to make SDDC prepared to host such application. Yeah, that's right. It's a standard plus our configuration applied to it. And we don't know what the customers are actually running in their environment until they tell us. So that's what Oleg is referring to is, if you have the requirements for PCI compliance, you have to let us know so that we apply the 
the framework around those uh, core components. Got it. So what are some of the benefits of using VMware Cloud on AWS as a PCI compliant service provider? That's a really good question. And this is what really is the, the value that we bring. Um, if you can imagine you have a full stack of, uh, of infrastructure, storage, compute, networking, you have all of your patch management, your authentication, all of the infrastructure to support the entire stack of your application on-prem, or maybe in a colo, um, you know, you're, you're basically managing the A to Z. If you're to use a service provider such as us, it's more like a three-layer bottom layer, we're using the AWS physical infrastructure in their data centers that are PCI compliant. We're using their compute and storage on their bare metal platform, that we, which is the bottom layer. The middle layer is our software-defined data center. Now, we implement the hypervisor, the, the whole vSphere ecosystem, vSAN, NSX, and provide the customer with a compliant platform. And then what the top layer is, the third layer, is basically it's the customer brings their applications, their VMs, their, you know, their operational procedures, however they manage their applications and their, their data. And they only need to be responsible for, for compliance of that top layer. It's a significant change in the operational model for them. There's a lot less time, a lot less effort to manage compliance. And it just, uh, obviously, you're getting cloud scale and all the benefits of being cloud on AWS. Maybe, Oleg, do you have any other uh, addition? It's not an addition. It was a great explanation, Keith. The only thing that I would to add just to summarize, that you're taking out all this operational burden of maintaining PCI DSS compliant for on-premises infrastructure piece. Right, so still application and scope for the customer. And we will be talking about that as a part of our shared responsibility model. But we are taking care of physical infrastructure and of what Keys called middleware, right? The infrastructure layer, ESXi, Visa, and NSX, and VMware providing you with infrastructure that is PCI DSS compliant. So you would need to cover only your application. And that is a great, great benefit from day to operational perspective. Got it. So you know, as as I've done some reading on um, PCI, so one looks at PCISecuritystandards.org, they talk about the term PCI boundary. Um, we know that, you know, Keith had mentioned that there are assessors who come in and look and make sure that you essentially are meet the 12 key criteria, being secure. Maybe the better question is, what's in scope? What What actually when an audit or an assessment happens, what gets looked at? That's a very good question. So everything that the, everything that the assessor is concerned about is, is called in scope. And you really, as if you have a strategy for compliance, you as an end user customer, or even us as a provider, we want to reduce that scope as much as possible. So typically they'll create a separate environment for PCI, and this is kind of what we're doing at the platform level as well. We are segmenting the, the, the environment to make it smaller so that the compliance operations are actually more limited. You only have to manage this, this one area for PCI. Otherwise, your, your audit would last for many months. So, so the goal is to shrink it down 
it's more manageable. Your, your evidence gathering and operational procedures only apply to those in-scope systems, which is number one. So audits are painful. We're making it easy for customers. That's very true. Exactly. Excellent. Exactly. Um, how will customers find VMware Cloud on AWS easier to use and maintain? I mean, it sounds like we sort of talked about that in general. Was there anything beyond, you know, we improve the, the, the speed and quality of your audits? Or what other ways will, um, will customers find things easier, better to use? Yeah, this is just an extension of the boundary. So, you know, we're enabling them to use those core VMware uh, vSphere um, processes and, and the, that platform. So vSphere is easy to use, easy for them to migrate, extend their networks, you know, all the things as far as migration um, in the beginning. So there's a huge benefit of transition. And then the, the management of VMware, obviously that's a lot easier than, than you would um, manage a, a larger environment. So it's, it's, it's the, that stack above us that's, uh, that's a much more limited. So it's, it's, it's not necessarily as easy, um, but it's, it's definitely much smaller in scope. So it's less work, less overhead, less time, um, and less cost. Excellent. How is a PCI, if, if I tell, you had mentioned earlier that, you know, the customer's got to let VMware know, hey, I need some PCI. Is it managed differently? Do I get a different console? Are there different features? Tell me a little bit more about what someone might see if they raise their hand and say, I want some of that PCI goodness. Yeah, that's a good question. So there's no PCI button. It's more of a uh, there's a, a process that we as a partner, they need to let us know, and then we make the applicable changes. Um, the UI is very much the same, but there's some operational nuances that, that are, uh, they have to take into account. Um, for example, instead of using, we have uh, inside our UI, the VMC console, the VMware Cloud on AWS console. Um, but there's a, a, a UI pane that allows you to, um, manage your, your networking and your security um, settings. Well, we are removing that because a component of that is not PCI compliant yet in, in our platform. But they would be using the NSX manager. There's a local uh, UI that they could use. It's very much similar to it, but there's some operational nuances that you know, we have to manage. Uh, Got it. Yeah, so, it's uh, go ahead. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's it's just a couple of things to add. So first, first thing first, right? It still will be the same VMC console, right? So it's it uh, PCI DSS as DDC doesn't require any separate console or any other UI to use. It will be the same process to deploy as DDC, right? So we are not. Uh, we are not asking for you to make any changes. Even you can use your existing Terraform provider or API provider to deploy in a ZDC. However, as Keith mentioned, as a part of preparing your SDDC for an audit and to run PCI-DSS workloads, that will be some operational nuances and I would be happy to talk about them just in a couple of minutes. Excellent. So as I understand it, you implement PCI DSS, PCI, the, the data security bits, and then every once in a while, some 
assessor auditor comes by to make sure you're not leaking credit card numbers or doing anything stupid. Um, I assume that they're actually looking at both us as AWS, as VMC on AWS, but also somehow the customer gets audited. I, how does that work? It, it seems it's not clear like who would get audited when and for what? Uh, I don't know, Keith, can you maybe shed some light on that? Sure, so PCI is a ongoing program for us. You know, although we get audited once a year, there's daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and, and uh, biannually, there's, there's deliverables on our side to maintain compliance that we have to provide evidence for. So we're, we will be, we are, and we will be compliant over time. Now, the customer, they, they need to, number one, move their applications, set everything up. And once they're ready for audit, then they enable the PCI controls uh, on the platform by telling us and we make those uh, controls to the platform right and so at that point in time now everything that we hand over is a compliant platform and now they can go uh to now that they now that everything is compliant by via our controls um, for the platform once those are applied then the customer can uh contact the qsa you know based on the pci uh, uh Council, there's a there's a model of uh, qualified security assessors that have been PCI qualified, and they can provide guidance as well as assess assessment for them. So they need to hire one of those QSAs to audit their environment, and from that point, then they can achieve their. Got it. Now, as I've done some reading on this, um, there's a mention of a shared responsibility model. Uh, Talk a little bit about this and why is it important for customers who need PCI and need a PCI compliant software uh, defined data center? Sure. Uh, so the shared responsibility model helps us work together as a service provider. Um, for example, the, the software lifecycle of the hypervisor, vSAN, the firewalls, we manage that and it's a requirement for uh, to provide information around the configuration and the secure management of these uh, appliances that we provide to the customer. And then from the customer side, they need to manage uh, their responsibility for you know, antivirus, how they authenticate and manage passwords, their logging, um, their, how do they manage their operating systems, patch management, there's a there's that shared layer um, that's below the uh, the platform is ours and above which is theirs and then there's some basically we have a, a shared responsibility model that helps guide them to right. their responsibility. Okay, good. Yeah, Anyone yeah, assumes so that they work with their customer success person for that. Yeah, that's, that's the right one. So actually a yeah. customer success team would be definitely helping and navigating you in your journey to PCI as compliant as DDC. Mm -hmm. Right. However, back to the shared responsibility model, it's mm -hmm. really key for our customer in achieving PCI DSS compliance status on VMC and AWS to understand the basic concept of this model. And what it's all about, it's about to share the responsibility for providing compliance for the whole environment between AWS responsible for the physical infrastructure part. 
VMware responsible for the middleware part, including GSXI and vSphere, and customers still responsible for their own application. So combination of all this free part, including separation of duties, enables customer to get fully prepared for a PCI-DSS compliant uh, audit. Okay. Um, so what, since we've, um, you know, been talking about all of how they use it, how it's different, how, what's the process for setup? And what does a customer do? Oleg, take us through that. Sure. And first of all, Keith, it's really great how you navigate through all of this compliance stuff. And now let me dig in some technical detail, right? So as I mentioned already, actually the process to set up an SDDC will be exactly the same, right? You will be using VMC console, you will be deploying a normal SDDC, right? Ensure that you are getting M14 bits, but that is what will be provided for you automatically in an enabled AWS region. So pay attention for AWS regions that are already enabled for PCI DSS that you can find in our documentation. Once you're done, then you will need to inform VMware, oh dear VMware, that is an SDDC that we want to use for PCI DSS. So we are going to take some action on our side and prepare this SDDC for you, right? Once this SDDC is prepared, the next step is prepare the environment. So basically you will take your existing PCI DSS application or you'll create a greenfield environment, right? So you basically will be moving your stuff into that environment. Excellent. So really and how do they do that? So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point, right? So how they would do that? And that's an excellent thing here. To migrate the data, it's absolutely possible to use hybrid cloud extension of HCX to migrate the workload, right? So for the migration phase, HCX is still your primary tool, right? So that is the same tool set that you will be using for a normal migration. However, on the next step, right? So now we are prepared to actually hardness DDC and start processing this production data, right? At that exact point, it will be customer responsibility to perform a couple of very important configuration tasks on the SDDC. So first thing first, they would need to switch from using a networking security tab inside of a CDC to local NSX manager UI. It sounds like a change, and it's it's not really a change from operation perspective, but it's a change that requires some preparation. Uh, the thing is, uh, NSX manager UI is only accessible through the private IPs inside of your management subnet. So you definitely need to make sure that you can access your private management subnet, either from Direct Connect, VPN, or have a jump host, or EC2 instance, whatever fits to your design, right? But you need to have this access before as a way around. You, you are basically turning out yourself from your SDDC, right? That is the first thing. The second thing is, if you use HTX for migration, you will need to remove HTX and disable HTX add-on together with Site Recovery Manager add-on, right? So those add-ons for now should be disabled as they're not part of the PCI DSS code from the inlet perspective. Keith, do you have something to add on this flow? Yeah, just to reiterate, so, you know, the process of managing uh, is, is basically the same. You're going to use a different UI redirect um, for networking and security. And uh, we recommend that all customers disable these non-compliant add-ons. And we've created a, a UI for that as well. So there's just a few buttons to disable. Got it. 
Okay. So we now see that, you know, sort of headline is that uh, the, they migrate their workloads the same way they always would. A couple extra considerations um, to be mindful of. Um, maybe Oleg mentioned, like talk a little bit about how does this, we know that the life cycle of an application, you know, 80 to 90% of its time is spent sort of in kind of maintenance and update mode. How is a PCI DSS managed over time and how do you continue to maintain compliance over time? That's a, that's a great question, Bill, right? And I really hope that we can share this piece answering this question, right? Because it's a technical part, right? And the technical part is, it's also part of what we talked about of shared responsibility model, right? So as a part of your life cycle of USDDC, AWS will ensure continuously, right, that the physical infrastructure provided by AWS, including data center, continue to be PCI DSS compliant. The same for VMware, and VMware will be taking care of patching and lifecycle management of your SDDC. So your PCI DSS compliant SDDC, from upgrade perspective, will be treated exactly the same as a normal SDDC. It's included in the same upgrade process. This upgrade process will be handled by VMware for you, right? And then, of course, it will be data operation of your PCI DSS application on top of that infrastructure. And that is where it will be customer to continue doing this data stuff, uh, continue monitoring and ensuring that the locks are there, that firewall rules are in place and enforced, right? So that still will be on the customer side. However, in terms of data managing of the infrastructure, that is what will be taken care of by VMware. Please, do you want to add something here? Yeah, and, and so the beauty of this is, uh, so the bottom layers, the infrastructure, as well as the SDDC, we're managing the lifecycle, ensuring the security uh, is, is maintained to maintain our compliance. And what the customer will do is they'll get the uh, attestation of compliance document from us and provide that to their assessor. So basically we are, we have the documentation to supply uh, attest, you know, the attestation uh, that we're meeting our obligations to secure the environment. And, um, and that's how the, they'll manage their Yeah, and that is a great thing to mention, right? What uh, actually we provide for you a lot of different information and documentation on PCI DSS and PCI DSS compliant as DDC, including Trust Center uh, as a part of Cloud VMC, uh, Cloud VMC website. And also we added a relevant part to our VMC documentation. In addition, we have a nice demo for you when you're looking for some technical details. So please check out the resources that would help you to be familiar with PCI DSS compliant as DDC. And I really enjoy having you on this podcast. Bill, do you have something else? No, that's it on my side. Uh, a fascinating topic, at least for some of us. And if you're out there and you need to make sure that you've got a secure environment for credit cards, VMware Cloud on AWS can help you with that. Uh, Oleg or Keith, uh, what should somebody do out there who's listening to this podcast if they have questions? Is it, should they talk to their sales rep? What should what's the what's the best way to to go about that? Uh, so that is uh, as always. If you have any questions about uh, VMT in general 
or PCIDSS compliant SDDC on VMware Cloud on AWS. Please feel free to contact your VMware sales reps and make sure that you indicate that you are interested in hosting PCIDSS compliant application on top of uh, VMware Cloud on AWS SDDC, and we will be happy to help. Excellent. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplug PCI edition. With us today has been Keith Dobbins, product line manager for VMC on AWS Security and Compliance, and the inestimable and always avuncular Oleg Ulyanov, cloud architect, who knows about PCI and so much more. So thank you two very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Bill, for Thank you, Bill. Uh, and thank you all for listening. As always, our executive editor, our executive producer is Mr. Ivan Openchuk. The managing editor is uh, and managing producer is Sonali Desai. I'm your host, Bill Roth, with the Cloud Economics Group at VMware Cloud, uh, in the VMware Cloud Group. And uh, we will talk to you uh, next time with another episode of VMware Cloud on AWS Unplugged. Thanks very much.